For Talk Chicago, John Zaglou, John Meadows, directing and producing. Great to see everybody here with us. Final segment of today's program. We are live and all over on WKN 105.5 The Ticket, ACTV, CDs 92.9 Talk FM, Jet TV, and WJOB. You can follow us all over on social media at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit the like button on YouTube. Subscribe to us there. And also, uh, be sure to podcast this show. First segment, we had Dan McNeil on. Sports radio legend, 30-plus years in the business. One of the 670 scores original hosts along with Mike North. Great friend of this program. Great insights from Dan on what happened to the Bears, what decisions they made and what they may do. Go back and podcast that segment, one of today's program. Last segment of the day, and if you're just tuning in, and if you didn't hear yet, the Bears are going to be retaining Matt Eberflus. Obviously, Ryan Poles gets to stay, too. Luke Getze and all the offensive assistants, though, have been fired. So now the Bears are tasked with finding a new offensive coordinator. They may even hire a defensive coordinator to work under Eberflus. We still don't know what they're going to do yet at the quarterback position, which is where this segment is going to put us and wrap us up today. What will they do at the quarterback position? Well, Ryan Poles sounded noncommittal in the press conference. He did say that as of today, Justin Fields is the starter, but that they're going to evaluate all their options and look at all things before they make a final decision or make a choice. Now, there are three different things the Bears could do here. They could keep Justin Fields and trade the number one pick. They could draft a quarterback and trade Justin Fields. Or, what I've heard now, that they might even draft a quarterback and keep Fields and have a competition, potentially, an open competition for the starting spot. They have three options. We'll see which one they pick. Not going to advocate for a specific position Today, but what I'm going to say is this. Luke Getze was blamed for everything that went wrong for the Bears this year. It's clear. He was the only one who got fired. He's the only one who had any punishment or repercussion for the 7-10 and 10 season. Not Matt Eberflus, not Alan Williams, not Justin Fields. It was only Luke Getze and his associates, all of his assistants under him. With him gone, the Bears have to look for an offensive coordinator and they're going to have to make a decision on what they want to do at quarterback. I almost feel bad now for Justin Fields. I mean, I don't think he's the guy, but now you look at this situation, it sucks for him. I actually feel bad for him. I really do, because really for him right now, it's not necessarily even a win-win situation. So here's what the Bears could do with him. I mean, they could keep him around, and it'll be his third offensive coordinator in four years, which people will use as an excuse when he doesn't play well, but nevertheless, that is a reality. What if they go 7-10 and 10 next year? Matt Eberflus could be fired. Then he's stuck here again with no coach. Then he's definitely going to be shipped off. And again, if he doesn't perform, it could be blamed on the offensive coordinator. He's going to have to learn another new system. It's his fourth year. Staying here for Justin Fields is just not going to work. In addition to what he did this year, I was not impressed. But now, I mean, if he can't even get down, uh, throwing the ball under three seconds, right? He can't even get that done. If he's missing wide open receivers in year three, I don't care who's calling plays. If somebody's open, somebody's open. If you can't do that in year three, now you're going to add another offensive coordinator to the mix. You're going to add a hot seat head coach and a team that's under immense pressure to win. It's not going to go well for Justin Fields next year if he stays. That's just a fact. He can't deal with pressure. That's the truth. If you wanted to play for three quarters, he's amazing. You want him to play in the fourth quarter, his pass already was under 60 this year in the fourth. Not going to get it done as a franchise quarterback. Sorry. So that's his situation. If he stays out, he goes, has the opportunity to go somewhere else, which is nice. The Bears have to try and trade him. But he leaves on terms that are not necessarily perfect. Here's what I mean by that. 
I'm all for getting rid of him. I don't think he's good enough. But what sucks is that they're going to spin it this way. They're going to say they're not getting rid of him because of performance necessarily. They're going to get rid of him because they want to hire a new offensive coordinator who wants his own quarterback. That's what they're going to say. That's how this is going to be spun. Fields didn't get a full, quote-unquote, opportunity to prove himself. So either way, he's in a tough situation. I feel bad for him. It doesn't sound great. I really do. Nevertheless, if we look at the logical conclusion here for the Bears, let me put it this way, there is no logic with it. Because let's say the Bears do draft a quarterback, which is what they should do. That's the logical solution. But here's why I say it's illogical. Because if they bring somebody in like Caleb Williams or Drake May, they bring him in, they hire a new offensive coordinator and a whole new offensive staff. It's exciting, it's fresh, it's different, a lot of optimism and hope. Then they go 7-10 and 10 next year, Eberflus is going to get fired. Maybe the offensive coordinator is going to get fired because then the new head coach is going to come in with his own personnel. Then you have a situation in which it's Caleb Williams' second year, only his second year in the NFL, and he's another new head coach, new offensive coordinator, maybe even a new GM, or maybe Ryan Poles gets to stay. Either way, it's not looking too good. Either way, it's oddly reminiscent of what Justin Fields had to go through. Then we go years two, three, four, maybe five, if he's lucky. Then he's going to be needing a bust. Goodbye, Caleb Williams. Then the Bears are going to be at the bottom of the NFC North again. This won't work. This won't work. The Bears are doing this backwards, people. Backwards. Again, all or nothing. Not a little bit here and a little bit there. But by doing that, by sticking to that philosophy, which they've stuck to for decades, they're ensuring, they're almost ensuring failure. Now, might find me in a couple of years, the Bears win a Super Bowl, you're going to come here and say, oh, John, you were wrong. So be it. I, I hope I am wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I'll tell you, when you have now, which is true, Matt Eberflus is a lame duck head coach. We can say that officially now. I don't care what the Bears say, what other people say. He is a lame duck head coach. Because if he does not go 10-7 and 7 next year, make the playoffs, his ass is gone. So that's an issue in and of itself. So you got that to worry about. Now you're going to draft a new quarterback, and here's what's even worse. You're going to put pressure on him to succeed right away. Right away. And if he doesn't, if he, if he struggles, if there are issues of any kind, if they go 7-10 again next year. Here we go. People are going to get fired. New coach is going to come in. New coach, second year. Oh, who does that remind you of? Oh, yeah, Justin Fields. First year, Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, then both get fired. Then Pulls and Eberflus come in. Now we're at year three. Fields is not the guy that's pretty apparent, not really controversial anymore, and they're going to get rid of him. So what happens to Williams when Eberflus and or Pulls eventually get the can, get the boot? What's going to happen? Well, new head coach, new GM's going to come in, new offensive coordinator's going to come in, and then Williams is going to be in year two or year three learning it all over again. And this team's going to suck, and he's going to get the axe too, eventually. This is bad. But that's the Bears. Why should we expect anything different from them? Now, they brought in a respected president who I like as a person. I do. I have no issue with Kevin Warren as a person. I think he's done a lot of good things. When they brought him in, I made a video saying, great choice. Did a lot with um, the Rams, the Vikings, the Big Ten, now the Bears. I mean, he is a respected longtime executive. I have no issue with him as a person. But I'm almost wondering, almost wondering, 
if this isn't even Kevin Warren's decision. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I don't care. But it seems, I mean, who would do this, right? So who, this is a pattern that's been repeating. And Kevin Warren just got here in April. So who do you think, I mean, come on, doesn't take too much to add up what's really going on here. Why are they doing the same thing they did a couple of years back with Nagy and Pace and then the Fields thing with a new president here now? It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. So I am utterly disappointed with this situation. And in terms of the Fields and Williams thing, I mean, you have to take Williams. I don't think Fields is the answer in general based on talent. I really don't. I think it's pretty obvious and apparent as to who he is as a quarterback. He's a hot on real every game. He's a nice runner. He's a horrendous passer. And he can't get the ball out in time, and he misses open wide receivers every single game multiple times. But he does have a highlight real play in him once in a while. You see flashes once in a while, just like you did with Mitch, frankly. It's the same thing, except Fields could run. So he's not the guy. The thing that sucks, though, is you're going to draft a quarterback because you need to, and it's right. And you're inserting him into this situation. You're inserting him into a lame duck head coach, into potentially a lame duck GM, into a brand new offensive coordinator, which that makes sense. I mean, even if Getsy stayed to be a new offensive coordinator for Williams. But my point is, you draft Williams and bring him into this dumpster fire. Then you tell him good luck, and if you don't go 10-7, and 7, well, your head coach is going to be fired. You'll be safe, but your coach is going to be fired and your offensive coordinator is going to be fired, and maybe your GM is going to be fired. Who drafted you? And that's Justin Fields 2.0. He was drafted by somebody else. His first-year head coach was somebody else. His offensive coordinator first year was somebody else. And look what happened to him today. I don't want that happening to anybody. Again, Caleb Williams, Drake May, whomever it's going to be. But yet, as of right now, the Bears are ready to make it happen again. They're ready to make this happen again. That is the problem here. And I just don't understand how maybe you don't learn how you don't learn from your past mistakes. Because clearly, how they brought in Justin Fields and then the aftermath was a mistake. And again, this is not a Fields sympathy tour. I don't think Fields is the guy, but I will say this. Did he get a perfectly fair shake? No, he didn't. He didn't. That's true. Walks in. Then immediately his head coach and GM get fired and drafted him. New GM, new head coach come in with no loyalty to him whatsoever. They keep him around, which is unbelievable. Because it usually doesn't go that way. And then he ends up sucking anyway. Now he's going to be gone. But now the Bears are going to do that to somebody else. Just when we got over the whole Justin Fields stuff, now they're going to do that to somebody else. And then we're going to have the debates in year three. Is Williams the guy or not? And hey, I hate to break it to you folks, but if you're still debating, if you have to debate... After 40 games played, whether or not he's the guy, guess what? He's not the guy. He's not the guy. If you still have to have the debate and justify it, not the guy. Jordan Love, you don't have to have a debate. Wow, 4,000 passing yards, 31 touchdowns. The Packers went 9-8 and with the youngest roster in football. There's no debate. He's a great quarterback. He was a top-five quarterback in football this year. Facts. The fact that you still have to have a debate on Justin Fields shows that he's not the guy. But now... The Bears are going to do what they did to Fields to Caleb Williams. And that sucks. That's unfortunate. And it's going to happen again now due to the decisions they made here today.
Appreciate everybody hanging out with us and tuning in on today's program. I want to make sure uh, before I finish up here to give, oh, really, a shout-out from our YouTube channel. Give us a super chat. Appreciate that for $2. I said changing the quarterback every two years isn't the answer. I'll go one step further. Oh, really? Changing somebody from your coaching staff and then eventually firing the head coach and GM every five years also isn't the answer, too. You were 100% right. And the Bears have set themselves up to do it again. They haven't done anything today. They won't do anything tomorrow. But a year from today, if things go the way they did this year, once again, we're back at square one. We're back at square one. And it's just so annoying. And I hate to have to do this every year where we sit here and have a press conference where everybody shakes at each other's hands, saying how good things were, and then there's nothing. I mean, there, there, there was no improvement this year. There are so many things that we could call out, and we did call out on this program here today, that sucked about 2023. And yet, all, of, all we hear is progress. All we hear are good things. There weren't good things. There were very little good things this year. All of it was bad. They better get their act together up there. Because if they draft a quarterback like Caleb Williams or Drake May, they're going to be immediately transplanted into this mess. And then eventually they're going to be under a new head coach and a new GM with no loyalty to them. And here we go round and round again, the same cycle. And it sucks. Mm, it just hurts to even think about. That'll do it for us here today at Sports Talk Chicago. I appreciate everybody hanging out with us here and tuning in. A huge shout-out to John Meadows for directing and producing on a big night like this. Really appreciate him being here. Dan McNeil, remember, podcast the show if you missed it. Dan McNeil, 30-year sports radio legend, gave us some great insights on the Bears. Check out his show on WJOB, and also check out his podcast, the Danny Mac Podcast, anywhere you get it. Appreciate everybody watching. Hanging out here with us. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit the like button. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And, uh, we'll see you very soon. I am just unbelievably disconcerted. I'm angry and I'm hurt. But, alas, that's Bears football. Until next time, so long.